0: last time on improv tabletop our new trio of heroes free spin scorchguard and dagger three reject transformers on the planet of cybertron all gathered together to talk about what they should do now that all of their idols had left optimus prime and the rest of the autobots have rolled out to the planet earth to do heroic deeds there leaving all of our heroes behind so after deciding that they needed to go out and be heroic themselves to go and find their heroes they saw off in the distance the launch pad where dagger had ascertained that the next ship was going to be leaving very soon and would be the last one that would be going in the next three years So they decided they would head out across the dunes of debris so they could find the rocket and sneak on board. What's going to happen as our heroes try to sneak on board this rocket? Let's find out here in the world of Transformer
1: Rejects. (laughs) Roll out.
0: What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Improv Tabletop, the Fate RPG actual play where we make up everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I'm joined by...
2: Christian Randall, the beautiful, Thomas, the eager, Evan Peterson, I still live in fear. <laughs>
0: that palmetto bug is still hiding somewhere in your closet, isn't it?
2: Somewhere. A whole week later. Waiting, watching. My real fear is that my laptop is pressed up against some clothes in this closet and it kind of makes it overheat and I know they like warmth, so I'm more paranoid at like the hinge of my laptop just waiting for it to crawl through. <laughs> that
0: sounds like something from a David Lynch movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 10 palmetto bugs are going to crawl out of my nose during this recording and that's a oh, David no. Lynch movie. Oh no. Oh boy. Hard pass. That's the next campaign is David Lynch.
0: Oh uh, no. We got to bring Connor back for that one. <laughs> In the meantime, before we get to our David Lynchian horror escape, we've got Transformer Rejects to hang out with. So we just left off with you guys getting ready to head off across Cybertron to try and make your way to the launch pad. But there are some dangerous things that have been discarded here in the Autobots' junkyard. Experiments gone awry, maybe some other Transformers that aren't necessarily the most wholesome of types. You gotta have your head on a swivel trying to move across the debris dunes.
3: All right, let's go! I would like to transform into my harmonica form and I have little wheels on all four of my legs and I'm just going to start <laughs> 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 rolling and you hear like, it sounds like cups in a cupboard being shaken and it, it sounds like things are breaking and shattering.
2: I jump into the air and I just go, Shrink, and I turn into a knife very quickly. It takes like three moves. I'm basically already a knife. <laughs> Do you just fall
1: to the ground then? <laughs> As he's turning into a knife, I quickly grab him and go, Hold on, dagger. Then I jump into the air, turn upside down, so I do like a flip, and I transform into the ceiling fan, (laughs) start spinning but upside down with my wires like hanging out the bottom because it's not attached to a wall or ceiling and just start floating in place next to my good friend Free Spin. You turn the
2: little switch to reverse the fan blade direction? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which, if you're like me, you might just be learning about like I did two weeks ago. Game changer. Anyway, I hook on to like the inside hook of one of his blades with my little uh, metal bread width indicator and just like spin around on the ceiling fan. <laughs> so incredibly dangerous. Yeah, and I'm just...
0: <laughs> and so as you start this uh, very interesting interesting... interesting procession across the dunes. There are some places where there's like big old water pressure tanks that you have to go over next to hollowed out car shells. You've also got areas where it's mostly just like a bunch of really small things like old broken watches and calculators that are easier to get over.
1: While we're traveling, I'd like to keep an eye out for any like supplies, like anything that could help us uh, either just fix our bodies later on. Um, If we're going to Earth, they're not going to have the plentiful resources that Cybertron at least used to have. And this may be the last bastion of um, resources for us to draw from. Yeah,
0: go ahead and roll to overcome with clever to see what you notice.
2: This is why he's our leader. Except he's strong, not clever. That's a zero, told you. <laughs> Very
0: nice. So you are looking around trying to find something that seems interesting. And uh, you get to this one section of the planet where you're moving across it. And especially like as Freespin's wheels are contacting the surface, you hear this hollow rattling noise underneath. And Scorchguard, as you notice that, you look down towards his wheels, and you notice what appears to be a handle or a hatch of some kind built into the surface here. And as you go out to check it out, here's where your tie to Overcome comes in. You succeed at a minor cost. You reach out and you notice that handle. So you're like, oh, what's going on here? And you kind of try and turn it, but an alarm starts going off and you hear a voice saying, we see you out
1: there. Oh no. And I untransform from my ceiling fan form and I immediately pull out my two fan blades from behind my back and just start
2: looking around. As you transform, I'll like kind of hop off. You transform in the air and land on my feet in robot form.
3: I'll also transform, but it's very meticulous. Um, I can't go too quickly because I've got these glasses. Last pieces, so it's very like unfold, unfold, <laughs> unfold. Almost more like origami
1: than anything. Until I'm standing again. So, Daggers. So, Make sure we protect free
2: spin while they get into their robot form. It's so impractical. Thank you! I appreciate it! I've always got your back, Free Spin! So, as you're
0: transforming, you can feel the ground begin to shake beneath you. You can see that sort of latch that you were reaching for, it turns, and a seam in the metal begins to open up. You can see the floor opening up in front of you and there's like dry ice fog coming out of it. There's laser lights like blinking and flashing around and you hear a whirring noise and a platform starts to rise up from beneath and you can see a pair of Transformers on top of it.
1: Does a song play in the background as well?
0: <laughs> uh, yes, dramatic music plays in the background <laughs> as a pair of rejected Decepticons appear in front of you.
1: Decepticons!
0: They look at you and they kind of chuckle to each other, and the first one says, Ah, Steelskin, it looks like some people have come here to steal what we have rightfully stolen from the surface of Cybertron and Steelskin turns to the other one and says, Yes, dragon, we should make sure that they don't come in here and raid all of our supplies. These two named after Kaldic Steelskin and Drone Dragon, on Twitter. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Those are actually
2: really good Decepticon names. Yeah, it really works. I love yeah. this. <laughs> hey, now, what's the big idea? We're not trying to raid anything. Oh, you say that, but we saw you
0: reaching towards that handle there, and I look into the eyes of this one right here, and he stares directly at Scorchguard and says, you have the look in your eye of someone who's trying to get resources for going off-world. <laughs> so what if
1: we are? It's none of your business this lousy Decepticon.
0: Well, if it's none of our business and it's none of your business, then you'd better just skedaddle right along.
1: What resources do you have here? Oh, we've got all the good stuff, but it's none of yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should make it ours. If it's a fight
0: you're asking for, I think it's a fight that we can bring to you.
1: I'm always up for a fight with a lousy Decepticon. <laughs> Autobots, Roll towards them. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs>
0: You're not quite high profile enough to use Optimus Prime's slogan. I wouldn't dare.
2: (laughs) He's not worthy. You're
0: working your way towards it. So these two Decepticons begin to transform into their robot forms. Uh, SteelSkin had been a dentist's chair with one of those like lead aprons on top of it.
3: Yes, absolutely.
0: And Dragon was just like a Wacom pen tablet that you use to like draw in Photoshop on your computer. They begin to transform into their robot forms forms, getting ready for battle. Steelskin pulls out like a bunch of spikes on chains that he starts flailing around and Drawgun pulls out the stylus from the drawing tablet and it grows and extends into a sword that has all of these mechanical motifs along its surface.
1: Nice. I'll get Dragon, and I just rush forward.
0: Sounds like we're getting into an exchange then. Fighting robots. <laughs> Once again, thanks to Emberglow Treasures on Instagram for that suggestion. Kristen, you rock. So obviously, Scorchguard is going to take the first position in this exchange here. So what would you like to do?
1: I'm just gonna slash and try to take their wrist off and end this battle before it even begins.
0: Oh shoot, yeah, that's pretty forceful. Go ahead and roll to attack with forceful. Okay. Drawgun is going to roll to defend with clever. Drawgun is a very creative individual an artiste among Decepticons. Go try and do some creative dodges and reposts against you.
1: Excellent, I'm gonna go towards, since I have both of my fan blades out, I'm gonna go with my left one towards their sword to try to block it out and the other one comes up on their arm to try to take it off. Right on. That's a three.
0: Drawgun also got a three. Ooh. So on a tie to attack, you don't do damage, but you do gain a boost.
1: I'll take the boost.
0: All right. The boost that we're going to give to you is following in Prime's footsteps. Oh yeah. You're taking those steps to be the optimist, to be the best, to be the one who takes the initiative. That is the boost we're going to give to you.
1: All right. I'm going to toss this over to Steelskin and yell to my compatriots, Watch out! Yeah!
0: All right. So Drawgun lifts up that stylus sword and does a block with the handle in one hand and the other hand holding the flat of the blade, just blocking your overhead strike. And so Steelskin is going to come in from the side with all of those flailing spiked chains and is going to shoot them just directly at you trying to get you while you're in kind of a vulnerable position
1: oh shoot
0: so steel skin is going to attack with forceful just taking this full frontal approach how would you like to defend
1: uh can i defend with forceful
0: yeah if you want to just kind of like shrug off the blows that is a forceful way of defending
1: yeah i'll take the beats and uh i've roughed up my knuckles a bit so try to bat them away as well you know my i've got some tough skin myself some tough steel all right Wow, that was terrible. (laughs) I got a zero.
0: Steelskin got a plus two. Yep. Yeah. So, as you are trying to bear down on Dragun with your big old, like, fan blade swords, you feel these spiked chains start to, like, find the nooks and crannies in your various mechanical pieces. They stick in almost like harpoons, and he starts pulling you in his direction, trying to, like, get you down to your knees.
1: Autobots, I need some help.
0: And with that, Steelskin is going to pass it over to Dagger.
2: uh Dagger's gonna run over and I'm gonna try and use my speed to sort of go around and outmaneuver those spiked balls and get up underneath near the stomach. and I'm looking for a weak point. And I'm going to try and just shove the blade of my head in and activate because I can't just cut through the steel chains. I need to find like just wires or something that my blade will actually be able to do some damage to. So I'm just going to try and get in close, find a weak spot and lunge in for an attack.
0: All right. Yeah, I'll say looking for a specific weak point. That sounds pretty clever to me. So roll to attack with clever. uh, But since you are very small and unobtrusive, Steel Skin is going to try and defend with clever to see if he notices you.
2: I rolled a plus three.
0: Steelskin also got a plus three. We're getting quite a few ties so far. We're evenly matched.
2: Can I use a fate point to invoke cut like a butter knife and add two to my roll?
0: Yeah. If there's one thing that you are made for, it is cutting. You find those wires. Time to just snip right on through those.
2: So it's a plus five versus a plus three now.
0: Look at Evan playing it safe and not just going for the reroll every single time.
1: Unlike Christian, which we determined last month.
2: Absurdity. Utter absurdity. (laughs) I. I'm a boring tabletop RPG player. I never roll for health points in D&D, and I never re-roll my fate points here.
0: Well, you do manage to get two stress on steel skin, so it seems like it's working to some degree at least.
2: Yeah, I'll take it.
0: And now, who would you like to go next?
2: I will throw it over to my teammate Free Spin if he's done transforming.
0: I just
3: finished. My little hands are like, they. everything kind of looks like suction cups, but they're all glass. So I've got like suction cup looking hands, suction cup looking feet, my eyes and my mouth are like three suction cups and they're all different sizes of this glass. And so then I will just start spinning them and these little silicone pads come out to start playing the different bowls from my harmonica, And I will try and do a sound attack. And I will say, bots, I feel like a thread. Do, 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 do. Wow! I'm gonna unleash a torrent of sound waves upon them.
1: I mean, I should have seen Free Spin being a bard, but I'm still shocked. <laughs> yes, I cast Thunder Wave. And shatter all of your bolts. shatter all of my own
3: glass.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a flashy attack to me. Uh, who are you attacking specifically, Steel Skin or Draw Gun?
3: Uh, steel Skin, because it rhymes with feel. All
0: right, make Yeah, why not? The logic is there. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Steelskin is going to try and just hunker down and let the waves wash over him and try and power through it forcefully. For me, that
3: is a plus two.
0: Steelskin only got a plus one. Woo!
3: I knew my music would be a threat.
0: And so as the sound waves start washing over steel skin, you can see the steel plates start to vibrate as well. And there's this clanking and clattering noise. And he drops to one knee and has to let go of a couple of the chains to try and keep himself together, taking one stress from that.
3: Ah, I found your frequency now.
2: I, I look at the damage he takes and I look back at uh, Free Spin. I go, everybody's a critic. <laughs>
3: My mother says I'm quite good.
2: And I believe the only
3: one left is the last Decepticon, correct?
0: Yes, Draga.
3: So in response to seeing me absolutely decimate his ally, I'm sure he will want to respond to that.
0: Yeah, so dragon looks over at you and is going to just try and duck underneath Scorchguard, because Scorchguard, you're putting down the pressure on top of his stylus sword as he's defending. He's just going to like slip down between your legs and your momentum kind of flips you over the top of him. And he goes sliding with the point of that stylus sword straight out towards Free spin and is going to try and make an attack with quick against you. How would you like to defend?
3: my defense is going to just be basically just splay myself out as far as possible to keep the glass parts away from any damaging instruments so like basically i just become like a disco ball of glass that is flinching away from the scary parts
0: indeed i think that seems careful to try and make sure that nothing is in the path of this attack
3: i am pretty careful because of all of my glass so let's see how that does Hey, that's a plus four. Hey. Dude, a,
0: another tie. He also got a plus four. <gasps> wow!
3: look at all these ties. I would like to use my ability glass cannon. Mm. Um, Ah, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it. I'll let him take the boost.
0: All right. So he goes in and you manage to like just barely keep any of the glass from breaking. But in doing so, you've kind of gotten tangled up around his sword. So it's like right in the center of a bunch of your mechanisms and you're in a pretty vulnerable place with that. So the boost I'm going to give to him is, I have you now. Nice solid. <laughs> that is going to do it for Dragon. We're going to go back up to the top with, we'll send it back to Scorch Guard.
1: Okay, yeah. So I no longer have Dragon in front of me. I do have Steel Skin right next to me, though, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Swinging away. Just going right to Steel Skin. You Decepticons never learned your place. I just forcefully just smashing into them.
0: All right. Steelskin's going to try and quickly duck underneath your blade swings.
1: I got a plus four. Nice. Steelskin got a plus three. (gasps) I'm going to use my free invoke as well, following in Prime's footsteps, and add a plus two to that.
2: What more can you do to follow in Prime's footsteps than to destroy a Decepticon? (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. And destroy a Decepticon, you do, (gasps) in fact. Nice. Yeah, you go in there with those fan blades, one high, one low, tries to duck underneath the one that's going high, but doesn't notice the one coming. Coming in right towards his midsection, and he's already rattled a little bit loose from all of those sound waves. And so you go smashing through and clangs and clatters as pieces go flying off in a bunch of different directions.
1: And I imagine like they were coming from opposite directions as well. So, like, he dodged one direction directly into the blade of the other one, which caused him to. Poof.
0: Yeah, bits of dentist chair go flying off into the horizon, <laughs> and Drawgun <laughs> looks over and says,
1: No, steel skin! I will avenge your death. I just point my other sword. You're next if you don't give us those supplies. <laughs> shoot. Are we the baddies?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and who would you like to go next?
2: I'll have dagger. So all have still been like blade deep as this guy's like flinging around and he kind of gets shattered off of my blade and flies off. And so I'm sitting there with like my blade free and I kind of stop and look around and I go, looks like I've only got one option. And I'm going to charge the other guy sort of head first. Dra- I want to say dragon. I keep wanting to say dragon. <laughs> Draga. dragon Named after drawing dragon. Okay. So that's why I've got dragons on the brain. <laughs> I'm going to charge dragon again. I'm looking for that opening. I'm looking for the Exposed wiring or the gap in the metal plating.
0: Yeah, go ahead and once again roll to attack with clever. Drawgun is also going to roll with clever to see if he notices you.
2: Can't tell if it's a good DM face or a bad DM face. I once again got a plus three. Got a plus six. Holy moly. Definitely noticed you. So I just go charging at him and I jump up in the air and I bring down my blade and sparks just go as I just hit like metal on the outside that my long dulled blade can't even touch.
0: And he looks down at you trying to cut through his armor and he goes a pest and he just like flicks you off into you don't go super far away but you kind of clatter amongst some of the debris there so he because he succeeded with style to defend is going to get a boost and the boost I'm going to give him is I've dented your ego Ooh,
2: that's cold and does he just get a boost or do I also take stress for that he just gets the boost then I guess that's what I can do and you know what seems like he's probably going to want to capitalize on that momentum so uh, I'll throw it to his turn for this round
0: yeah, so he flicks you off and he's like, I don't need to worry about you right now. And he looks towards Freespin, who still has the stylus blade like right in the middle of all those mechanics and is going to smile and say, an eye for an eye, perhaps? And it's going to slash straight up and try and cleave through as much of you as he can. <gasps> going to just make a big old forceful attack. How would you like to defend?
3: Um, I would like to, with lightning speed, start playing some more of the glass bowls. And I'm going to sing, Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? <laughs> and I'm going to try and push myself back with sound waves.
0: All right. Roll to defend with flashy. That is a plus three. Ooh, he only got a plus one. Can I choose to fail? Maybe.
3: Por I would like to invoke my trouble fragile emotions, because he is making me cry. He's being so mean, he just keeps attacking me.
0: Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to compel you with that aspect to fail. Mm-hmm. You would get a free fate point if you accept the compel, but yeah, you would fail that defense.
3: I will accept the fate point from your compulsion and take the fate point.
0: All right. Dragon looks at how fragile you have become in this moment and gives a little smile and says, ah, time to capitalize on this moment. I have you now, oh, and is no. going to use that boost. No, and he can see that he's dented your ego, so Ooh. he can use that boost as well, bringing it up to a plus five against a zero.
2: Ooh, so I take five stress. Correct. You can turn four of those into a moderate consequence. What an interesting concept.
3: I believe I will lean into it, though. I will take all five stress.
2: All right. And one more, and you're dead. So that sword
0: goes cleaving up through just a whole ton of your glass bowls, and they shatter and pop one after another. And the force, it's kind of like, I don't know if any of you were this irresponsible as a child and ever sprayed a light bulb with water because it made a cool sizzling noise. Uh. (laughs) And then the light bulb pops because that's how the laws of thermodynamics work. Uh.
1: Stay in school, kids.
0: Yes, please stay in school. There is this popping and an electric spark as each of these bowls is cleaved through and shards and powder of glass go flying off in all directions and your body just kind of collapses To the ground as you've just almost completely been torn in two.
1: No! Free spin! He got me! Ah.
0: And uh, with that, let's go ahead and pass it over to free spin.
3: I'm gonna feebly raise one arm and just start spinning weakly the one that's cracked, and it kind of, the tune isn't there and it's kind of cracking, but I say, Now you've given me nothing but shattered dreams and I'd like to crack that last one and let the shock wave of it hit him.
0: All right, using your cracked stunt? Yes. All right, I'm going to say the amount of stress that you deal to yourself that is going to determine how much stress is dealt to Dragun.
3: All right, so if I choose a moderate consequence, that's four stress. Indeed. So I will choose to give myself a moderate consequence to blast him with four stress.
0: All right, so you crack that bowl and the resounding noise goes shooting off right at Dragun and you see it rattles a bunch of the plating off of his surface and leaves kind of a skeletal structure underneath. Takes four stress from that, looking quite rattled. But the moderate consequence that we're going to give to you is shambles there are very few bowls that you still have that have not been cracked
2: yet Is this going to be our first campaign with a character death
0: maybe we'll see but you know maybe there's another autobot down there in their bunker who knows who
2: has a less annoying voice maybe oh my gosh (laughs) i see what's happening here i know none of our audience will get it but if you've ever played a role playing game with christian this is actually not surprising at all that he's killing his first character to get a second
3: in full cinematic glory as that glass pops my hand will fall reaching almost for scorch guard
1: to avenge me and all of my damage
2: he's so dramatic
1: (laughs) (laughs) i look over free spin free spin my friend i will avenge you i take one of my massive swords that shouldn't be able to do this but i chuck it directly at dragon and it doesn't spin it just completely like blade straight towards them uh, like impossibly straight i line up my shot so might be a little bit careful might not
0: all right roll to attack with careful then dragon is going to try and dodge with quick
1: all right that is a plus 2 <laughs> Drawgun also gets a plus 2 and this is where i will get my fate point I'll use my aspect, transforming into prime, yeah. and add a plus two to that because my friend is down, a Decepticon as a result of it. Enough is enough. You've had your last blow, Decepticon.
0: And Drawgun, as he sees the blade flying towards me, goes, No, this is impossible. We were going to take over the entire Cybertron. No! And the blade goes right into the center of his chassis, and you see bits of Wacom drawing tablet go flying off in all directions, (laughs) each one landing perfectly next to a shard of a dentist's chair.
1: (laughs) I would like to think my sword goes right into like the rock and the camera shots right there on the rock and the sword goes and then i just walk up to it as it's right by free spin and i pull it out and i kneel and look at free spin
0: yeah and we like see your reflection in the blade of the sword as you're walking towards it oh yes
3: (laughs) yes all you ever wanted
0: and Lockfire is already down next to free spin and looks up at you and says Scorchguard, I don't know if he's going to
1: make it. I kneel down and reach out to Free Spin. Free Spin, are you okay? As he's shattered, <laughs> just terribly shattered. In front <laughs> of <laughs> of, like, one of my cracked eyes
3: looks up. The other one is like just on the ground, shattered. Not, in, not too bright. <laughs> Scorchguard, in like a crackly voice from all of the shattered glass, you hear. Do I
1: look? Okay.
2: At this point, I walk up and say, Let's just say there's a reason the Autobots stopped making themselves out of glass. <laughs> <laughs> Dagger. Now's
1: not a time to be criticizing his maker model. We've got to help him. Perhaps there are some supplies. Freespin, we can. We can. And I just start crying these oily tears out of my eyes <laughs> and they drop onto Free Spin's glass body, no! horribly mangled, shattered, you cracked- You add oil to the water.
2: It destroys the whole system. Stop, stop. You must pull yourself together, Scorchguard. We're both made for destruction. We're not made to help fuse glass together. We must get Free Spin to earth if we're ever gonna have any hope of saving him. Gather up as many pieces as you can. And I get down and start collecting glass shards.
3: I just died in your arms tonight. Oh my
2: God. Don't say that, free spin. <laughs> and I pick him up and
1: cradle him in my arms and one of the bowls falls out immediately and it just like shatters on the ground <gasps> and I- it must have been something you did. <laughs> <laughs> my gigantic like thumb and finger are trying to pick up- Shatters it more. <laughs> Oh no,
0: Scorchguard! You are not made to be maternal and loving. Put him <laughs> down, and I will take
2: care of this. Scorchguard, I can only hold so many pieces. I'm very small. You gotta get, you gotta get yourself together, man. I, or you gotta get him together. I go to drop him, but I
1: don't. Last second, one moment of clarity, and I gently jet him down. He's like, Lockfire, you help him out. I'll go get those resources we killed those Decepticons for. <laughs> and I run off to look for the resources
0: all right so you hop onto that platform dry ice fog is still coming out and the lasers are still shining around
1: (laughs) you got the (laughs) touch
0: and you start going down into this bunker and when you arrive at the bottom it is just full of all of the finest discarded junk car parts to actually work gears and servos and springs there are refrigerators air conditioning units stoves all kinds of stuff glass
2: bowls (laughs) uh
0: maybe a couple glass bowls uh i am going to give christian a bit of creative prerogative here does he see one particular appliance off in the recesses of this bunker that maybe just doesn't have enough energy to turn on at the moment
1: uh Yeah. Christian, you dirty man. Did you text Ned after the first episode? Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ned. I totally want to (laughs) die. Christian, in our personal D&D campaign, texted another PC and told them to kill him during the session instead of texting me, the DM. (laughs) So I don't think he would have texted Ned.
3: Um, Yeah, in the back corner, there's a machine unlike any you've seen before. It almost looks like there's a, a beam of sunlight coming through, highlighting it, and there's this soft sound. Of an angelic choir in the background.
1: You're at the <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> um, and sitting there, just shoved behind a refrigerator and a washing machine, you see an ice auger. Uh,
2: what? Like
0: for ice fishing?
3: Yeah, for ice fishing. You guys ever use a motorized auger? You just drills a hole in the ice.
2: How did you make yourself something worse? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I can't reward myself for this kind of behavior.
2: Is your wait, is your name still Free Spin? It would work.
3: <laughs> Maybe we can transfer my consciousness into this new more stronger Autobot body. You know the one that actually has like wires and <laughs> you
1: know, an engine, actually mechanical.
0: So, yeah, Scorchguard, you look at this and in your perfectly adequately fast processing unit, you think to yourself this would be the perfect replacement for my
1: friend I grab this ice auger, which I just Googled and looked at. (laughs) Sam! That's my Alaskan blood coming out, y'all. I run up and take the elevator with the song, You got the Dad! Just starting over again (laughs) as the dry ice fogs out in the lasers. Free spin. I might have a solution. Instead of taking your broken, riddled, cracked, destroyed body to Earth.
3: Okay, careful with that kind of language. I have feelings.
1: Perhaps we can transfer you into this. And I double-check to make sure, like, there's no consciousness in here. So I, like, go to the head of the device, I guess. (laughs) And and I want to inspect if there's anybody living inside, or if I'm not murdering another Autobot just to save my friend Autobot. Uh, roll a clever check. If it's a Decepticon, it's fine, but... Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Clever? Yeah. That's a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this thing is totally empty, man free spin. You need to merge your consciousness into here so you can join us, because I can't leave you behind,
2: a fellow Autobot. I, gra- I, I grab <laughs> oil. I grab the piece of glass that has one of your eyes on it, and I like connect a wire to it and jump up and connect it to the auger. Alright, Scorchguard, we're ready for the procedure. We, we need a potato to start the the jolt, though, to just, like, <laughs> oh my get,
1: get but the... But there's no
0: organic material on Cybertron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, did you find any batteries down there? Yeah, I found one here, and I just pull it out of my hollow leg where I've, I've been housing some of these extra resources. I hook up wires to the
2: car battery.
0: And, free spin as you feel the electricity beginning to move through you, something you have never experienced before, it <laughs> tingles and it jolts, <laughs> and you feel your consciousness being transferred through the battery into this auger, and when you arrive, there's somebody already here. Wait, what? But suddenly... <laughs> Your minds meld yes. inside of this ice auger. Yes. Is he part Decepticon?
1: <laughs> I can see that it's working because his gl- the glass just shatters. I imagine
2: <laughs> just like the, the glass. My previous just body just disintegrates. Basically, it must be working. That glass <laughs> dust is really getting in my wires.
3: <laughs> and with a, a sputter and a start, the auger spins to life.
2: We are free spin. Drilling slowly into the
3: ground. <laughs> just the top is turning, like I'm spinning, but the drill isn't moving.
0: <laughs> and Scorchguard lock fire from your shoulders like, that's not creepy at all.
1: <laughs> we have free spin. We can finally go to Earth now.
0: This will be the perfect
3: tool to help us gain entrance into the spaceship. And I transform into my Autobot form, and it, I'm pretty small, but I have just one massive arm that is just like a crazy big looking drill. And I kind of like have little feet that's step forward really quickly and I just
1: (laughs) (laughs) your top half of your body is just way heavier than the bottom half of your oh yeah like
3: my body body folds out from like where the engine is on the auger and then the giant auger drill part is just one crazy huge arm that spins really fast (laughs) yeah I'm
2: looking at this picture and I'm just picturing these two tiny handles as your legs yes that is exactly what it is (laughs) the giant auger
0: (laughs) so you guys begin heading off in the direction of the launch pad ready to infiltrate the rocket but there is a little bit of housekeeping. Because, Freespin, you are no longer in your old body. I'm going to need to alter that moderate consequence you have. I'm going to change it to a mind divided because you are now half Decepticon.
2: Oh, yes. I knew it.
0: And that is where we're going to pick up next time.
1: Everything is okay.
0: <laughs> Not a problem at all, Scorchguard. You are doing a great job leading this team. <laughs> oh boy, that was a fun fight.
1: Who knew last week that our lack of Transformer knowledge would result in a half Autobot, half Decepticon, hybrid Frankenstein monster.
0: And apologies to Kaldix Steelskin and Drawing Dragon for introducing you and killing you in the same episode. I thought that
1: was a <laughs> little odd. You know, these, these episodes go
0: a little quicker than the Adventure Zone, for example, so, uh, your, your legacy, though, lives on forever
2: in our hearts and our dreams. But sick Decepticon names. Yeah. For real. That worked out, like, perfectly. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, Drawing Dragons, you beat the crap out of me and threw me really far, so.
1: <laughs> and you destroyed Freespin. That is true. <laughs> and it wasn't me trying to help him by dropping all his body onto the ground. It was you.
0: The only reason why Freespin's body was not able to be put back together. Well, everybody... Thanks so much for listening to Improv Tabletop, and we'll be back next week with more adventures in the world of Transformer Rejects. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as a long defunct Decepticon that now has a body to control if you would go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So, if you'd like to suggest either a setting for us to play in or an aspect for one of our characters to use, you can tweet about us or comment on one of our posts using hashtag ImptabSetting or hashtag ImptabAspect. Let's do a round of plugs. As always, I cast Fireball is our sister podcast. It is a marvelous, wonderful time. If you like D and D, if you like dragons, if you like dungeons, go check that out.
1: Maybe even if you like demons. <gasps> demons?
0: What? A little uh, teaser for what's going on currently in our campaign. And that's all i'll say <laughs> indeed we also have on the same channel our avatar legends campaign that is lots of fun christian plays in that along with mckenna and caleb there's uh, some stuff going on i don't know where the story is going to go from here but i'm very excited to see where it goes from here The other thing that I would like to plug this week is the song The Touch by Stan Bush. (laughs) If you ever check out the soundtrack for the original Transformers, the movie that came out in 1985, I believe it was, uh, this is the first song that appears on that soundtrack. Thomas shared it with us in our Discord server. And when I started listening to it, I was like, wait a second, is this Van Halen? (laughs) No, it's not Van Halen, (laughs) but it could be Van Halen because it
1: goes so hard. It rocks like Van Halen for sure. We've done a lot of research in the past week folks i hope it showed
0: <laughs> oh man so yeah go check that out it is like 80s power metal to the extreme i love it let's go over to christian anything that you would like to plug
3: yes i would like to plug ice fishing not really the time to do it it's uh, unless you're listening from the southern hemisphere then you're getting that way Um, when I was a young lad growing up in the wilderness of Alaska, we would go ice fishing every now and then, and there's something so fun about just going out into the blistering cold, standing on top of frozen water, looking into a dark hole, and hoping that some sort of sea creature will come out that you can eat. So if you get the chance, the opportunity arises, I just want to recommend, give it a shot, learn a thing or two about this cold, wide world we live in.
0: I'm noticing a pattern. So, last week you talked about how to cook crabs. Now you're talking about ice fishing. And, you know, both of those things are great, I'm sure, but the way you describe them just makes them sound so unappealing.
2: <laughs>
3: Well, this is why I'm not in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Ned, maybe because you work in marketing, Ned, you're just so critical of the way other people sell stuff.
3: Wait,
1: Ned, you work in marketing?
2: Surprise.
1: <laughs> I think
3: I think I can recognize it is not a strong suit of mine. It's how I feel. It's how I see the world. And it's beauty to me, but not to most people. I, I get that.
0: Yeah, maybe someday you'll be able to find a spider from the ocean in the blistering cold that you can eat. Ah, this sounds like the dream, doesn't it? Oh, uh, such a dream. Some kind of dream. Anyway, Thomas, is there anything that you'd like to plug?
1: Folks, I just want to plug having a good laugh. Not at other people's expenses. Maybe at the expense of yourself, but just having a good old belly laugh where your head starts to hurt afterwards and your nose starts to run a bit. I I just want to plug that, especially during allergy season, when uh, you need something to laugh about.
0: And when your nose is already running.
2: There you go. Exactly. You're already halfway there.
0: And then, Evan, is there anything that you would like to plug?
2: Uh, I would like to plug the salt shotgun. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. I've never owned one, but I want one. My dad has owned one. They're a little out of my price range. What it is, if you're unfamiliar, is it is a yellow plastic gun that you fill with salt. And this sucker has a three foot range and can kill any bug using the power (laughs) of high speed grains of salt. I wish I had had one tonight with me as I went to war <laughs> against this palmetto bug. But straight up, I pulled this thing. This is not a sponsor. There's only one brand I know of. It's called the Bug Assault. Get it? Mm-hmm. And pulling it up on Amazon, there's pictures of this guy shot 30 horseflies with one, and he got a picture of them. Someone <laughs> said ki- they go out at night with a flashlight and hunt black widows. <gasps> Whoa. This, Yeah, they say they can get them from one to two feet away, so they don't even have to get too close. That is too close. <laughs> I I want one so badly after tonight. They are fascinating. You really should go take a look at them.
3: My mom got me one for Christmas a few years ago.
2: I'm so jealous. Do you use it?
3: Um, I prefer the electric racket we have. Cool.
2: Can you ship me the salt shotgun? I'll, I'll, buy, I'll buy it <laughs> off you for a discounted <laughs> price. Message me after the podcast. We'll make a deal. Anyway, check out the salt shotgun. I, I I'll, Also, I should say I've never used one. If it's like an unethical thing for like any animal activists sorry i immediately rescind my endorsement but (laughs) i have no idea i just think it sounds cool and i really want a long-range way of killing the bugs in my house Uh, don't we all
0: well thanks everybody so much for joining us here in the world of transformer rejects i'm ned wilcock your host and gm and i've been joined by
3: christian randall you spin me round right
1: round thomas despising decepticons evan peterson bug assassin
0: (laughs) much love and stuff everybody we'll catch you next time on improv tabletop
1: I can't oh, hear you, Christian. No! Now we can hear you.
3: Okay, good. Kind of. I was worried there for a
0: second. The microphone doesn't even like your voice.
1: <laughs> Nobody likes my voice. I don't like my voice,
2: but I made the choice and I've got to stick with it. Can't wait to hear the raw audio on that one. It's here! It's here! <gasps> <laughs> Help, it's again. Murder it. Oh, it's in such a hard position to hit with my sandal.
3: It's okay, just believe. The power of friendship will aid you. There's a book called The Secret.
2: My dad was big into The Secret. Here's the thing, I hit it and it fell, and now I can't find the body, which is almost worse, because what if it's angry now? (laughs) This is like Black Widow. There's no body to confirm the kill. Here's the thing, if this makes it in, I'm about to ruin every movie and TV show ever for you. If you don't see a character die, if it happens off screen or is just talked about, they're not dead, they're (laughs) Never dead. That's like the first rule of screenwriting. Or the show's getting canceled. (laughs) There
0: we go. Also good GMing advice for all of you GMs out there.
2: Anyway, I still live in fear, but maybe I'll just hope. All right. Take two.